0: Hi, Uh, welcome to The Corona Diaries, episode 15. This is where I revisit the dedication, dedicatee from my first episode, uh, Andrew Aronovitz. So enjoy. Ah, One Take Wonder is gone. This is an episode where Andy and I Skyped. So you will hear uh little flickers in the conversation and then we did play the music to each other down a phone line so please excuse uh the woeful sound quality at various times it's been a running joke of how much that annoys me but I think this is a fairly good edit it's quite a long episode um so do let me know if you enjoy it um I'd like to do a few more Skype conversations But here we go. We'll get into the music straight away. So I'm putting the orchestra tune up right now. Hello. 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 Well, isn't this nifty? As promised, I'm eating my sandwich.
1: And as I promised, I am drinking my wine.
0: (laughs) The perfect Let let the games begin. Mm. The perfect time what time zone crossover demonstrations. Totally. Um, How are you? How's your Saturday?
1: Um it's still Saturday. Mm Mm-hmm. Um did you say, How's your Saturday or How's your Sunday? Because I heard How's your Sunday. I was like, No, oh, did you? No,
0: no I, I think I said Saturday. People can
1: <laughs> You probably did. I was like, Oh, <laughs> no, it's
0: Saturday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's been really nice, actually. Had a nice chat with Justina this morning and um, mm. yoga, clean the house, taught a lesson. Um, I had a chat with um, Benjamin's aunt and her partner in New Zealand, which was really lovely. I <laughs> did, I just watched RuPaul's Drag Race, and now here I am. You <laughs> could say it's been the perfect Saturday.
0: <laughs> you could say that, but you'd be lying.
1: But I no. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? All things considered, I actually think it's been really, really nice. Mm. Um, what about you? I mean, your Saturday's just starting.
0: It's only just begun. Um,
1: so I, much promise. Um,
0: so much promise. I had um, some unfinished work that I just mentally couldn't do last night.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: So I woke up at six thirty and started working at seven, mm-hmm. which was annoying because I thought I could get it done faster, and I missed a Skype call with some friends at home. Yeah. And then at ten o'clock, I stood in the kitchen and felt annoyed because I had all these like you know when you're in the mood to cook.
1: Mm, No, I really
0: don't. I just stood there and I'm like, I know that I want a breakfast that is going to take some time to make and make me happy. And it has eggs involved and it might have mustard involved somehow. And Mm. I, but we've got all these potatoes and I was just standing there being like, I just don't quite know what to do. Like to satisfy whatever this strange like, desire that's going on right now. Anyway, mm. the conclusion I came to was a breakfast sandwich, which Yum. I mean, yeah.
1: I think it's a great idea.
0: Thanks. I yeah.
1: mean, it's second, perhaps, only to a breakfast burrito.
0: Mmm. Mm.
1: Which would go well with a Bloody Mary, and <laughs> then you could drink with me.
0: Yeah. I just had a big mouthful at the same time that you said that. Um <laughs> Excellent. That is the problem with um quarantine or like isolation is that you just want things. You know, you realize like how lucky you are because you're like, oh, yeah. But I want this now, and I can't. yeah,
1: yeah, it, mm. totally.
0: So, Andy, what music have you picked for me? Oh, okay,
1: all right. Mm. First choice, no guesses. Mm-hmm. Or no No points for, for, for guessing what it is.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: You know it. That's Be-
0: really nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because firstly, Judy.
0: Mm, yeah, I mean, Judy, Judy, Judy. Judy,
1: Absolutely. Judy. Like, mm-hmm. don't need to say any more there. Secondly, um, you know, Wizard of Oz is... is is was it was my childhood favorite it's still my favorite what can I say (laughs) and um you know this image of this you know it seemed it seemed really appropriate I guess for for now you know this image of this poor little farm girl who's stuck in her sepia world um dreaming of a of a land in over the rainbow in technicolor that's cool Um,
0: no hang on she's going to the other place isn't she
1: yes exactly she's in you know she's in kansas and she's (laughs) she's 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 stuck in her life and she feels you know fenced in and then all of a sudden along comes a a tornado and takes her somewhere bright and brilliant but it's the fact that she's sort of dreaming of this world and i think um a lot of us are doing that at the moment you know dreaming of a world that we had and (laughs) You know, when we can finally, like, open the doors and come out and, you know, <laughs> hug each other and all that sort of stuff. That's, I don't
0: know. It's a, little, it's a little too close to the bone, actually, now that you start talking about <laughs> it. I'm like, you know, she ends up, you know, it, there's just too many elements to that that I'm like, oh, wow. Whoever wrote that was really onto something. Can too I real. That, Like, that just brings back a really specific childhood memory for me, which was... Please. In, like, grade three or four, at the school fate every year, you had to perform something with, like, your year level. Did you have to do that?
1: We sure did. Yes. yes. Like, just, like, a number from from something? From was something. Just... And yeah. Yeah. yeah we did that. It was always, yeah. like,
0: the music performance. And my year, I, we must have been really young because, as you can imagine, was qu- I was quite a precocious child. I don't believe um, it. <laughs> And I I remember (laughs) being so annoyed because no one could sing an octave in tune. And it was just so flat. (laughs) And just bad. And I think I must have vented to my parents like every day after music practice. And I was like, it's just going to be the worst. Like, it was devastating to small, Uh, underdeveloped Sasha that... (laughs) I had to sing with these plebs on the stage. <laughs> I can actually
1: see see it now, like a like little eight-year-old precocious <laughs> musical theatre train, um, yeah. Sasha Kelly, you know, yeah. sort of throw, throwing a hissy fit way through rehearsal, you know. I can't work under these conditions.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. But so for years, like, it would just bring back these, like, I mean – I'm sure it was adorable, actually. And everyone was like, oh, how sweet. But for me, it was quite a traumatic experience. But to now, sing an octave. it's such a beautiful song. And I think I've, like, come around to it. But it's taken a good part of the...
1: It's taken its time. Well, I will admit that, you know, I watched this movie yeah. a lot when I was little. Like, whoa, that, that VHS. that was it, I wore, wore it out good with The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Um, but I'll admit that actually this was the part of the movie that I was least excited by as a little kid. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, God, when are you going to stop singing? When can we get to the odds? Jeez, it's all boring and brown. <laughs> when am I going to see the Wicked Witch, damn it? But now it's, you know, it's this beautiful, like, moment of just hope and wonder and, yeah, I love it. And as I said,
0: Judy. Yeah. Okay, I'm so excited. What are you going to no. play for me next?
1: all right number two
0: i think i know what this is but i'm a bit concerned that i'm gonna get it wrong go on is it page over nine the final movement
1: it is yes
0: because i was like
1: well because it's not the bit that like is obvious i was trying to find the obvious bit but i went to like oh you know that's silly bit where they're talking about you know all of us the millions being under the stars and you know i wanted the i wanted the bit hang on hang on we've got to hear it okay (laughs) oh yes this is the bit this is the bit found it
0: i love this anticipation
1: here we go yep
0: (laughs) There's some serious, oh. like, um, air conducting going on here right now.
1: Oh, fuck me too. Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Well, you
0: just did, so I don't have any buttons it's that I can deep. do You've just, like, <laughs> thrown up a, little... a
1: bit of your breakfast in shock, yeah,
0: haven't you? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Andy, that's such language.
1: Ah, oh, so much air conducting. <laughs> um... Oh. I ch- chose this, again, multiple reasons. First of all, Beethoven. Yes. Um, and think what you want.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: He's pretty great. And, yeah, he's definitely, you know, he definitely, he's not a neglected composer, shall we say that much.
0: Not this year. Um, I mean, <laughs> is, because... Oh God, pandemic is I mean, terrible.
1: all composers are neglected at the moment, aren't they? <laughs> Shouldn't laugh about it. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, exactly. This this year, 250 years since Beethoven was born, Um, you know, we've been talking about it a lot at work. Mm. I'm um, spending a lot of time in with my brain in the world of Beethoven. Mm. Um, so I had to pick something for that reason. I picked this because... Again, on that you know hope mm. kind of um, uh, track, but also like I mean, how many times have we all heard that melody and done in so many and you know this symphony and that movement and you know the Ode to Joy, the Ode to Joy theme. How many times have we heard that, um, and yet still you just listen to that and it's just like. Oh, I absolutely. can do anything, you know, yeah. and th- like we're all going to be okay kind of thing. <laughs> um, you know, all we need to do is join hands or join metaphorical hands and, yep. you know, come together and sing and we're going to be okay somehow. Um, maybe that's being simplistic. I don't know. But at the same time, like it fills me with hope. I don't know what it does to you.
0: Oh, absolutely. Because I think um, so I was learning this. Um, like we I actually next weekend, no two weekends, I was supposed to be performing it at Royal Festival Hall.
1: That's right, it's
0: really exciting. But um, the strange, like kind of juxtaposition of Beethoven over nine is it's actually really hard to sing. So it's joyous. Mm.
1: It's but, actually at times it's like really badly written for the vocal vocalist.
0: Yeah, you've got those like. <laughs> Four pages of high A or something. And, you know, unless you're, like, a trained soprano in, like, some kind of shape or form, like, some good nick, Mm. it's pretty odd. Because I was like, oh, I can, you know, as you can well imagine,
1: (laughs) it Bring me those high A's.
0: I was like, let me at it. I can do that. I'm a trained singer. Just try and stop me. (laughs) And then after, like, the second rehearsal, I'm like, oh, that – I'm out of shape uh, <laughs> that was my um resulting thing the other thing I always think about with Beethoven is apparently he used to count out his coffee beans in the morning true. which until like three weeks ago I was always like what a weird thing to do and now I'm like well Beethoven's isolate like life must have been similar to you know permanent isolation <laughs> so maybe it was yeah part of something to do in the morning."
1: I, you know I think there are there are lots of weird things that Beethoven you know liked to do and was engaged in and but I think yeah you're absolutely right, like if any composer knew and any if any artist knew isolation, it was beethoven um, yeah. you know, and I guess in that way he's kind of the perfect composer for the moment yeah um he um as I said before like think what you like um. <laughs> Uh, there's so much I think there's so much to kind of you know yeah. boil you up um, and you know um, as a yeah like bring us together the other thing is, is as as you were just saying actually about um, singing it recently and you know those high A's I remember I sang this when I was in year seven mm.
0: it, what? It, was,
1: it was yeah it was like a combined schools thing so like a whole lot of us like a whole what lot
0: of um... did you... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you had... You in a highbrow school, Andy? You well, you know, yeah,
1: we definitely, you know, definitely had our yearly Beethoven sing-along. No, we did not. Um, but there was this combined schools thing, and our um, different members of our music department, um, including our choir, joined in in this performance of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. And this is so I was in Year Seven, so that's what like eleven-year-old, twelve-year-old boy. Yeah, we all know what happens to the twelve-year-old boy's voice. Um. <laughs>
0: Because a- I started a-
1: that year as a soprano.
0: Aha, uh-huh. okay.
1: <laughs> um, and I don't think I quite dropped to where I am now. I was a very, not, well, I'm a very comfortable baritone now. Okay. But I was, it was definitely happening um, during the rehearsals and it was quite an intense rehearsal period leading up to this performance. Yeah. Um, so I started singing the soprano part, but those high A's, they are a killer. So I ended up uh, dropping down to the alto part for for for, for <laughs> my for my debut performance <laughs> in Beethoven's <laughs> Ninth Symphony.
0: You can imagine what twelve-year-old um, Sasha would have thought of that. She would have
1: <laughs> she, really. You, she would she would have been giving twelve-year-old Andy death stares.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, and like
1: it's you.
0: That's not your assigned role. Why can't you sing your part? <laughs> So,
1: yes, and I'm glad because I actually had completely forgotten about, yeah, (laughs) Year 7 Andy and his voice breaking, singing Boat Heaven Um, 9.
0: Excellent.
1: What's choice number three? Choice number three. Ah. So, Sasha. Mm. So, this is my happy place. Mm-hmm. Um, and my happy face is Johannes Brahms. Oh, uh, yes. Um, I know, you know this, um, and anyone who knows me um, knows this, that <laughs> I am a hopeless, hopeless romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, anything by Brahms. But this one in particular, so this is his um, romance in F major um, from his uh, six Klavierstücke.
0: Six mm-hmm. Piano Pieces, mm-hmm. opus
1: 118, um, number five. Um, yeah. I just, it's just so.
0: Is it embarrassing to say I don't think I've heard that before?
1: It's not, actually. I don't think so. I mean, there's so much. There's there's so much music in the world, i
0: about it, Andy. I, I wasn't aware.
1: i <laughs> How have we not heard it all
0: already? <laughs> I've been working at this for a good fifteen years. Why haven't I got to the end of the list? Oh, is this just jokes that we find funny? I don't I, know.
1: <laughs> I know that everyone, everyone listening to this, you there listening to this silly conversation now. Like I know you're laughing. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, probably because um, they
0: know both of us. <laughs> yes,
1: <yeah. laughs> or they well, they know you at least.
0: Well, um, yeah If
1: I haven't met you, um, you there listening? um, It's really great to meet you. Yeah, Um, I'm sure we'd be great friends because you're a friend with Sasha, um, and Sasha's the best. Oh, and Sasha Sasha chooses her her company as well. She's not going to waste her time (laughs) with.
0: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Don't waste time on idiots.
1: <laughs> on idiots um but i tell you who wasn't an idiot okay. brahms well no i think he had his idiotic moments for sure i think you know and that's why i i, I love a composer with some flaws i think um you know
0: wasn't he hideously in love with clara Schindler? Hideously,
1: i'm pretty sure i mean there's probably a piano um a couple of piano um wunderkinds listening who uh would be quick to say, you you're you, don't know what you're talking about Andy but I'm pretty sure Clara was in his mind when he wrote this piece of music I know that Clara was in his mind when he wrote a lot of his music and I find this story beautiful and touching I love Clara as well like I think like what a like fierce fierce person she must have been um I wish But why you... did
0: she leave Robert and be with Johannes well but well,
1: that's the sad I mean... thing the, so the potted history is is that okay imagine Brahms he's like 20 years old And he's got he's got this letter of introduction written by a famous violinist named Josef Joachim. Um, This Mm -hmm. letter of introduction um, to Robert and Clara Schumann. So Brahms goes and knocks on the door of the house of the Schumanns and is like, "Hello, Mm -hmm. I'm Johannes Brahms. Here is this letter of recommendation." Um,
0: I love his German accent. (laughs) (laughs) Johannes
1: Brahms. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Okay. And that is definitely how
1: he sounded. Um, keeping yeah. in mind that, you know, the images that we've seen of him as a 20-year-old, like he was quite fine at this point in his life. Yeah, um, I, was
0: pretty fishy. Yeah, well, I
1: mean, that said, I do love the like kind of roly-poly teddy bear beardy Brahms of, you know, Yeah. but yeah, let's not go down that track. Anyway, Brahms is there with the Schumanns and he's like, hello, I'm Johannes Brahms. I'm Johannes Brahms. Can I play my music for you? And he plays his own compositions to the Schumanns cool. and they're like, Holy shit! Who is this guy? Um, and he become they become friends. But the thing is, is that like it's like a year or two later that Robert has descended into his awful um, into his schizophrenia and is in in an asylum um, and commits mm. uh, uh, sorry and um, attempts suicide. Um, yeah, and dies in this asylum, leaving Clara with her many many kids. And Brahms this this time is sort of stuck around and is helping and is you know trying to support both of them and he's watching like and he like revered Robert like Robert was like the second Beethoven to him he was like oh this yeah is okay Robert to Brahms is like Robert Schumann represented like this is how we're going to keep German music going we're going to keep music alive thanks to what Robert's doing and then Robert dies and then Brahms kind of takes up the mantle and then he and Clara kind of work, have to work it out. But yes, the whole like nature of whatever their relationship is. I mean, apparently there are letters and some are destroyed and some are still there. We don't know exactly what it was like. I mean, did they ever, you know. But you just, all you have to do though is listen to the music. And I mean, a lot of people find Brahms kind of stodgy and a bit um, impenetrable and clunky um, and don't know where to start. And for me, start... But he, to, to you there, if that's your opinion, I say go and listen to this romance in F major from the Opus 118 set um, and you'll be a Brahms believer like me. And as I said, it's a happy place. Like we all, I think, have like maybe a composer or a genre that we go to when we're feeling crap or when we need life, yeah. you know, sanctuary. And it's always Brahms now.
0: Yeah. I mean, you converted me and I didn't need converting, so. Thank you. There you there go. We
1: go. So um, my wait. final choice for you, you okay. will probably be upset with me because most people <laughs> are, but at the same time, <laughs> um, like, how could I not?
0: Okay, go. hit me. How much of to to?
1: All of it, Sasha. We are listening to all of it. <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness! Um, No, we have
1: we we at least have to get to to, yeah.
0: yeah, We have to,
1: you know, we have to hear this Mm.
0: bitch. Ooh, the change. Mm.
1: Anyway, um,
0: (laughs) every time I hear that, I just think of. Sorry, this is gonna probably gonna ruin it, but I think of my brother Doug saying, and you know out of all the takes they did, that was the best one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's always said to me about that piece. And Doug, you don't know like...
1: what you're talking about. <laughs> Doug and I are going to sit down one day and we're going to watch this movie together.
0: Oh, it's actually a great movie. I really love Um, For the First Time in Forever.
1: Oh, so good.
0: It's so we and I love that character too because I just love like how like in her imagination she is because I definitely identify with that <laughs> as a character trait yep I was like it's gonna be amazing and then the reality is like often very like very very dramatically different <laughs> oh,
1: I think you know I, I I really like that Disney explored that storyline because I think all yeah. of us, you know, there's an idealistic young princess in all of us um, who yes, needs definitely. to who and because it's that idealism though that is Anna's, you know, that's what allows her to kind of achieve in life. I reckon, you know, she she can imagine great futures. Um, you know, and she's got this this bubbly burgeoning excitement and um, dreamy attitude when we, we've got to have dreamers if we don't have dreamers
0: then yeah
1: then we we like you know we can't all be like the kind of cold-hearted older sister who's kind of you know being all super rational I mean who am I kidding I am the cold-hearted rational <laughs> <laughs> rational older sister
0: I was like that's also very close to the point <laughs> I don't Know where we're going with this. point is is we're that we are all disney all princesses we can all relate
1: to them only. the important thing is is that you listen to that and you imagine me lip-syncing to perfection oh, every word um because that is yeah. my that's my um party trick um oh, that's okay. my you know everyone has a like a special party like what they can reveal to be like here's you know, this strange thing you didn't know about me, um, that's going to quickly endear me to a room full of people I don't know. Um, and I, you know, because there's nothing more endearing than spontaneously bursting out in song or lip syncing to um, let it go from Frozen.
0: They're great choices. I really, I think I'm going to leave it as that because that's a really good playlist. Uh,
1: I want to hear, hear something from you.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Well, this is no for no particular reason other than I didn't know it, and it was in a program that I put together this week. And oh, I'm supposed to tell you this afterwards. Yeah, don't play the play uh, the damn song, session.
1: I do, do you know but it? I can't remember what it's like. It sounds like Venetian boat ride, boat gondola ride music to me. <laughs> but what is it?
0: Um, It's the Naturno by yeah. Schubert. Yeah. Naturno. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Schubert.
0: Um, yeah, I, I love Schubert.
1: Who doesn't? So,
0: I mean, yeah, he seems like the kind of person that mm-hmm. he wanted a party because he, like... Just seemed like you mm-hmm. knew how to have a good time. And I think that's a really important mm-hmm. character trait to have. Um, Or a, at least to, to have someone in your circle of friends who's really good about totally. a party. He
1: knows how to lip sync to let yeah. it go.
0: Yeah, and also would bring entertainment by being there. It's like, oh, well, we'll invite Schubert because he knows how to play the piano and he'll write us a couple of songs. Like, You're so right. It feels like... yeah. He would have been a good person. A value-adder. Yes. Yeah, like, no one would ever avoid him at the punch bowl. Yeah. But sometimes I find Schubert, like, a little Mm -hmm. repetitive. You know, and also, like, stuck inside all day. Venetian boat ride, you're totally Mm. right. That's what it sounds like. But it's a nice little, like, imaginary escape. Like, you can imagine yourself on a boat floating around enjoying yep. blue skies, Not there They're in the world. Maybe you're going to get a baguette for lunch.
1: <laughs> Definitely. That's a baguette nice. on a boat. What could be better?
0: Yeah, yeah. maybe you're wearing stripes yep. and maybe there's a gondolier there. Let your imagination take you somewhere.
1: That is a beautiful gift that you've yes. just given all of us. Sarah. So what have you been
0: like, have you got any tips of how you've been <sighs> staying sane this week? Or have you got any, like, like a top tip kind of thing? Or fi- or a few things that have made you smile? Anything that's brought a laugh yeah. on your face? Okay. Well?
1: well, I just watched RuPaul's Drag Race, um, which has definitely brought me a lot of laughs and a lot of smiles. Um, anyone who's not on the RuPaul right. bandwagon, get on there. Um,
0: Do you have a favourite
1: for um, this season? Gigi. So... Yeah, put together and perfect and in, interesting and yeah I'm um, very Indian and and I'm loving Heidi <laughs> Heidi is dearing me oh, to yeah. no end to no end um yeah
0: yeah,
1: yeah She's very absolutely and that just that comedy and that gap in her teeth love it love it so um, yeah, there's, there's a surefire way to get happy, um, tr- during, during mm-hmm. a pandemic. Um, I, I'll, I will be honest. So I had a, I had a difficult day yesterday where I, okay. this is, yeah, this is really interesting. I sat down, I've been working from home, um, and I'm very, I'm very yep. lucky to have a job you know, and, and, yeah. um and, and also, you know, means to work at home and to keep, you know, keep that going. That's really, I'm really grateful for. And I felt like, you know, the first week of working at home, I was like, Oh, what's this, what's, what's this going to be like? The second week I was like, I feel like I'm hitting my stride. I feel like, yeah, I could do this. And then last week, yeah. well, the week that's just gone, which was week three, I slowly throughout the week just started to fatigue and then I just hit me on Friday and I just couldn't, I just couldn't.
0: Yeah. No, I yeah. Like understand. I opened
1: up the computer and work knows this, you know, I had a really good um, conversation with my manager about it and, um, and I took the day because my mental yeah. health was just like, wow, not dealing. Um, I just, yeah, I just I turned on the computer. Yeah. I just like, I can't, I actually, like I have nothing. Yeah. I have nothing, um, so I took a day, which was really that. That that's essentially my advice. I think actually, it all boils down to that. Um, is is that sometimes I think, you know, some of we've we've all got a range of different kinds of responsibilities now. I mean, whether you're working at home or whether you're looking after someone from a distance or. Um, checking, you know, you've got friends to check in with or parents or neighbours or anyone like that, um, mm. you know, it's very important that you're looking after yourself um, and, mm. and being prepared that, you know, that one day can be great and then the next day for no apparent reason, you know, it can be the total opposite. Um, and that caught me a bit off yeah. guard, um, but I knew as soon as I sat down to, to work, and then I realised that I couldn't. That if I tried, that if I tried to work, that I, I knew that I'd burn out.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it would exacerbate. It like I could problem. feel it.
1: I I could, and yeah, yeah. and I, I think it's it's very important. I think you know we're all being. I think I, I think we're all being generally good to it. To to ourselves, we're trying to be really good to each other and checking in with each other, and you know, video calling and phone calling and messaging and you know, checking. In. I think that's really good. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's really important to to look after yourself and and I mean, it's I don't. That's not really advice, is it? It's just a, a reminder, maybe.
0: I think it's a really. I mean, this is how I'm kind of looking at this whole experience: is that there's no no one's ever really Mm. been through this before so there's Mm. no right way to do it but by just saying these things out loud then in a week when that feeling comes back again because it will because it's cyclical you'll have registered it you've had you'll have talked about about how you had Mm -hmm. different solutions at that time I've tried a few different things out and by kind of putting them out there in some kind of space, which is like really what this whole podcast has been about for me is that music's always been medicine. Cause it can like, like with an imaginative personality, it can really like yeah. transport me somewhere. Um, So like just sitting down and working through a little playlist every day, like kind of really shift my mood. Um, But also like the recognition that like, well, I tried this today. It didn't like, I wasn't, amazingly happy but I felt a little bit better than I did an hour ago and maybe that's an answer to something at the moment but it's it's not the solution but I guess well exactly exactly
1: I think that's the that's (laughs) it that there is no solution it's just and 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 you know it's been said a lot but it's not this is not a this is not a sprint um you know that this is this is a long thing um and yeah, and to be making sure that whatever you're doing is sustainable, um, I think that sort of sustainability mm. of being is really is really important um, at the moment. Um, I mean,
0: yeah.
1: some things I do, I've I've started doing like a, a daily or close to daily. I'll admit, yoga practice, which I didn't do before, uh, which I found has been really mm. great for keeping me centered and sort of starting my day. Um, in a way that feels positive um, and sets a good tone. Yeah. Um, I have tea breaks, you know, cups of tea in my favourite yeah. mug at like 3 p.m. Um, and Benjamin is like, <laughs> oh, my God, Benjamin, uh, for those of you who don't know, is uh, my partner and an amazing ma- master chef, home cook, who is definitely not letting the pandemic get him down. Um, when it comes to cooking um, and, you know, he's been, he, he made, he made these amazing um, Chinese um, pork burgers the other day with homemade, homemade bao buns yeah. and like the, like, you uh, know, bao dough, which is just really like sweet.
0: I do, because impulse sports. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I do not blame you because they are the most, delicious thing and he just served up spontaneously one night these burgers um and they were just literally the most delicious thing i've ever had and i've been raving about them to everyone i talk to um and particularly cuz he he just he made bow buns <laughs>
0: i I mean I'm that, that is yeah, really, really um, quite remarkable they
1: just it was you know imagine sweet fluffy um salty savory pillows of deliciousness with you know cupy mayo and and corn puree as well Ugh. but um, yeah, oh. Benjamin's cooking is putting a smile on my face daily, and thank goodness for him um but. Mm-hmm. also, but yeah, as I think, yeah, I, just, I think it's all the little things. It's all the, the, there are those kind of things that you can put in your, in your day that are, you know, they give it structure, but then it's just all those little moments, you know, doing that cup of tea, taking that time, like st- st- stepping away from the, from the screen um, and either, you know, that work you were doing or checking, um, you know, on the latest, the latest yeah. figures. You know, taking a moment to step outside and or, or or if you know you've only got a balcony or if you've only got a window, like put your head outside and like smell some fresh air. Um, um because yeah. and just yeah, being in touch with what you need at any given moment. Um and that what you did on one day won't necessarily be the same work in the same way the next day. Yeah. Be prepared to change.
0: I think finding really challenging is that within the day I have Mm -hmm. waves so I wake up I feel quite um I feel really good for about six hours and I think for me it's because everyone in Australia I've got contact with them and I feel like there's no one who I can't contact and I feel like I can send I send like quite a few messages around in the morning first thing when I get up and I feel really like connected and that makes me feel really um like less alone basically. And then I find around 2 PM that that's really where the isolate, like the reality of isolation yeah. kind of hits in a way that's quite, I'm starting to learn how to shake it. I've been keeping right. a diary, which yep. I've always meant to do, but, um, I I signed up for masterclass. Yes. You do know that?
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. Like Helen Mirren yeah. teaches um, yeah. you how to be what? as fabulous as she is.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And then and Nellie Portman like throws things around her apartment and says, "Just be free." And it's it looks really fun, but also like <laughs> someone has to clean that up. But anyway, um, but I watched the David Sedaris um, um. podcast on comedy writing. And he's, he's a real believer in a daily practice and, and diary keeping, but diary keeping as anecdotes and diary keeping as like rewriting stories. And that's something that I've always like verbally tried to do a lot, but I've never really Mm. tried to write things down. And so for me, that's like in the afternoon when I find myself on my own, that's like something that I can do. Um, is like rewrite stories down. And then also I am not a runner, but I read a book earlier in the year called jog on, which is about, um, jogging as a form of, mm. um, helping anxiety, which is something that I haven't really struggled with mm. that much, but it's definitely very yep. much on the surface at the moment, and that is really helped. There's something about like, you know, that friends episode where Phoebe runs, like there's something about just running frantically <laughs> and not particularly well um, through, through empty London that, and then, and really taking the time to admire like yeah. having London to yourself. Cause I keep thinking that to myself. I'm like, I don't necessarily want to, in this situation but there will come a time when I'll be able to say to people oh yeah like I lived in London during the lockdown and I used to go running and I'd see Big Ben every day. With no one around. With no one around it. Yeah and I just ran past West like yesterday I ran past Westminster Cathedral and literally it was me and the pigeons and it's like
1: yes whenever when
0: is that ever happen again?
1: You've got so London to yourself. I'm trying to really
0: Sasha. use my diary as a way, yeah, as a way of, like, reframing those things that even though they don't make me, I'm not thankful for them at the mm, moment, mm. there will be a time in 10, 20, 30 years where they're going to be the kinds of things that, frankly, I'll dine out on <laughs> and feel really smug at dinner parties. <laughs> and, you know, that's what... You know, like <laughs> pulling out anecdotes about, at, at
1: dinner parties. <laughs> While your friends in the corner <laughs> lip-syncing to "Let It Go." Yeah,
0: and and then everyone's like, "Well, why are we invite Sasha?" And, <laughs> and we
1: could have shuvit.
0: We know this is what they do. If anyone gets to this, I'm definitely going to edit this down. But if anyone yep, gets I'm to impressed. this part, they I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Really and really can really I also
1: love. say, I'm very impressed and very yep. pleased that this podcast has continued. Um, I think it is a triumph, and <laughs> you know, definitely, <laughs> I I think you should be very proud oh, of yourself, thanks. Sasha, for all kinds of things. Um, you know, just your mental fortitude throughout this situation. I mean, everyone is dealing with it in different ways, but you've got, I know that you've got a, a few extra, a few extra, uh, balls of worry that you're juggling that I don't have to deal with. And I'm very impressed and proud of you for keeping those, um, keeping them up in the air.